We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Our next guest is J.C. Seneca. He was elected the Seneca Nation Cataragus Counselor, and he joins us now. J.C., good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you doing today? Doing well, doing well, J.C. Uh, before we get to um, uh, other things, I want to ask, you just came back from the uh, Can-Am lacrosse tournament as someone who played lacrosse in high school. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I got to travel over to Oahu in Hawaii and play uh, lacrosse against a lot of uh, a lot of teams uh, from across the country and uh, in Hawaii there, and uh, it was a great experience. You know, I've played lacrosse uh, organized in many years, and to be able to be included with a bunch of men that I was playing with and uh, the camaraderie that we had, and uh, it was just a lot of fun to be able to play lacrosse. Uh, you know, they're an indigenous uh, country of uh, Hawaiians and uh, right uh, at the foot of, you know, the uh, the big volcano there. So that's pretty awesome. JC, how did you do? Uh, we, we did well. You know, we represented well. Uh, we played hard. and uh, But, uh, you know, it was all about having fun and also carrying a message in regards to every child matters, uh, the boarding school issues that come up in regards uh, over the last couple of years, um, our uniforms that we wore uh, through Fierce Lacrosse and uh, Ryan Jimerson put together, uh, we carried the message of every child matters and uh, just letting everybody know, you know, that it's something that uh, we're dealing with, that uh, we need to deal with, and that people need to know about uh, the history of the boarding school era in Canada and in the United States. JC, a, a month ago, you were elected as the Seneca Nation Cataragas Counselor. Uh, can you explain to the listeners what the role of the uh, counselor is? Yeah, the uh, role of a counselor is basically uh, in our government, we have uh, the three branches of government, executive, legislative, and judicial. And so the legislative branch is uh, the, the role of the council. We have... Uh, on the Seneca Nation, uh, 16 counselors, uh, eight from each territory, the Allegheny Territory and the Cattaraugus Territory. And so uh, what we do is basically is the lawmaking body of the Seneca Nation. We uh, deliberate uh, pass laws and resolutions to further uh, the benefit to help our people uh, every day. And you know, uh, now this would have been before uh, you were elected, but I- I'm sure you have some thoughts on this. You know, uh, a few months ago, Governor Hochul froze the funds on the Seneca Nation uh, to release funds uh, to put toward the new stadium. 
how is that received and where is the relationship with the Seneca Nation and the state of New York? Well, it wasn't very well received at all. You know, that was really uh, the state playing dirty pool. And uh, they should have allowed the process to uh, work forward, uh, continue. There was dialogue at the time, as I'm uh, told, in regards between the state and the Seneca Nation. And, you know, by what the state had done, uh, really has left the um, uh, bad feelings uh, between our people and the state of New York and the governor. So, you know, it's up to uh, all of us to try to uh, understand uh, what transpired and how we can, as sovereigns, move forward together to try to, um, you know, work together because there are some pressing issues out there. Uh, one is the compact that uh, uh, needs to be worked on uh, this coming year. We need to have that in place. You know, as I was listening to your previous uh, conversation with the congressman, you know, how the United States Congress has stepped in in regards to avoiding the strike, you know, to protect jobs, protect the livelihood in, uh, you know, uh, the United States. Kind of on a different uh, spectrum, that's kind of what has to happen here. You know, uh, you know, the state has to come forward, negotiate in good faith, and let's get this uh, compact resolved in regards to uh, what the Seneca Nation wants and what's best for the Seneca people. Uh, because if not, you know, there could be have devastating effects, not just here on Seneca Nation, but throughout the Western New York community, because we employ thousands of uh, employees that uh, are non-Indian that work within our uh, casinos, and also the vendors, the vendors that supply products uh, to our casinos for everyday uh, use uh, to do business uh, that could have devastating economic impacts on Western New York. And uh, really, I call on the governor to step forward and to spearhead these negotiations to get things done in, in a quick fashion because we don't have much time and time is of the essence. And that's, I, I think, that's what needs to be done. Uh, what happened in the past? We'll have to deal with it at some point, but I think, uh, you know, what, what's in front of us is uh, certainly getting this compact in place so that Seneca Nation can continue to uh, do Class 3 gaming here in Western New York. Now, does that, does that mean a, 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 an invite to Albany? Have you been invited by the governor to Albany or by elected officials in the state of New York to Albany to have these discussions or, or have these discussions kind of stalled over the last few months? Well, since, uh, you know, I've just been in uh, office uh, just a few weeks now, but, um, you know, th there are discussions that are going on. Uh, they're not being very productive, and uh, that's why I think, uh, you know, the governor needs to insert herself into this uh, process to be able to be at the table, to be able to uh, uh, move these things forward so that things can get done, because we need a decision maker at the table. Uh, certainly, uh, our team that we have together has been uh, doing a great job in regards to uh, keeping uh, the process moving forward, but it has to work uh, on both sides. You know, we can't be the only ones that are dealing in good faith. The, the other side has to deal as well, and uh, we need a decision maker at the table, and that's the governor.
This now this will be your fourth time serving as counselor in the last four decades. Uh, was there a pressing issue that made you want to run uh, for this position again? That you want to you beside the casino compact that you wanted to uh, be back in this position? Yeah, you know, I just uh, want to uh, send out the gratitude and thanks to all the Seneca people that came forward to me to uh, encourage me to run and uh, former leadership. Uh, the conversations that I had with uh, former leaders of the nation uh, encouraging me to run, you know, know, that's kind of was, uh, I was undecided, you know, and uh, very happy with my life, what I'm doing today. Uh, But there was concerns in regards to the the drug problem that we have on our territory. And certainly, you know, with the compact and our uh, financial stability within our nation, uh, those were things that I thought that, uh, you know, I could help with. And that my leadership and experience in government over the last, uh, you know, many years uh, would be able to, uh, you know, help uh, this council and our people um, have, you know, a good uh, good future and be able to make some good decisions here to help make that happen. Now, JC, you were also selected number 24 by Business First for uh, the Power 100 Business Leaders of Color. Uh, tell us a little bit about your business and uh, what it means to be on that list. Yeah, what an honor. You know, what a surprise. You know, not that we all want to try to get ourselves on a list, you know, or anything. But, uh, you know, I'm very uh, thankful uh, to Business First to recognizing, you know, the work that I've put in over the years and the people that have uh, – worked with me and worked for me over these many years, you know, it's not just uh, myself uh, that achieved these things, but it's everybody uh, that uh, works with me in my business to be able to uh, get recognized for honors like this. So, but yeah, you know, it's a great thing and uh, I'm, I'm thankful for that. And so my business basically, you know, I started back in uh, 1987 on the side of the road and the opportunity was here. I started selling cigarettes on the side of the road, and we kind of evolved over that time in regards to uh, building a, a, a you know a truck stop, gas station, uh, expanding uh, beyond that, uh, you know, to a to a business that is a, a major player in the trucking industry, uh, just off exit 58, the Silver Creek exit on the I-90, and we provide uh, you know a restaurant, uh, fuel, diesel fuel, a convenience store. Uh, also a cigarette manufacturer licensed by the TTB, a uh, federally licensed uh, manufacturer to uh, produce our own products. Uh, we have our own trucking company. Uh, we haul our own mule- motor fuel every day. We go to uh, Pennsylvania and back to uh, uh, bring our fuel. And we employ uh, uh, just around 100 people. And the way I look at it, that's we employ 100 families. And so, you know, there's a big responsibility to uh, to that. And uh, additionally, uh, of course, uh, I have my own uh, 501c3 charity organization called the J.C. Seneca Foundation, and we work on uh, a very uh, many different issues that uh, happen within our community to try to help uh, do different things, whether it's in uh, the uh, diabetes or uh, child abuse, uh, alcohol and drug addiction. And now uh, we're working with my wife's organization, It Takes a Tribe. Her name is Nicole, and she put together this foster service uh, project that we've been helping and working together with, and uh, that's been uh, uh, really a, a great thing. And my wife and I are also foster parents. So, you know, it's, it's been a great journey, 
and very thankful and grateful for everything that we've been able to do and uh, everything that we have. JC, before I let you go, I, I want to go back to um, the relationship with the state because I, I had a question and I completely uh, went over it. Uh, because for years, we, we know on the 90, there was that stretch of the 90 um, that was neglected. You know, it was the worst part to jump to, to drive on. You had the speed limit had to go down 10 miles an hour. Now, we know that the state finally worked on that. Um, do you know how we got to the point where the state finally uh, worked on that 90 patch? Because it seemed to be the 90 patch right in front of the territory. Uh, what was that like and how did we get to a point where the state finally decided to do the repairs? Well, you know, I think it's uh, it's the Western New York delegation had to get together. You know, Tom Reed was one of the guys that spearheaded that. I think Congressman Higgins also uh, did that and other, uh, you know, folks uh, in the area. I believe uh, Tim Kennedy had something to do with that. You know, that's what it takes. You had We had to, they had to come forward and basically try to push Albany into doing something about it. And, uh, you know, it was unfortunate. Uh, that, uh, you know, Governor Cuomo at the time uh, was uh, taking the tack that he had in regards to, uh, you know, his positions in regards to Seneca Nation, which was uh, certainly um, not the right thing to do and not the way that he needed to do business and approach uh, the issues that we were facing. So, you know, I think, uh, again, uh, almost like that rail strike you talked about earlier, others had to step in to force the issue in regards to getting those roads repaired. And uh, that just shouldn't be. You know, relations between us, even though we're not going to agree all the time, whether it's the state or Seneca Nation or other uh, Native nations here within New York, we have to be able to find a way to communicate and uh, be at the table to discuss the issues of importance and find a way to work together and get things done. And JC, tonight is the uh, the Buffalo Sabers are hosting Native American Heritage Night. You will be in attendance. Um, what you looking? You're looking forward to uh, that. And, and what is the important about um, the customs? And what do you want people to to know about Native American heritage? Well, what what do you want the Sabers to illustrate tonight? Well, I think you know we appreciate the the professional sports teams here in. Uh, Buffalo recognizing that, you know, I think uh, the Bisons have done it, um, the Sabres, uh, the Bandits, you know, all of them, they have done uh, what they do. And the importance of uh, Native American Heritage uh, Night with the Sabres is just that. It comes from the foundation of the Sabres, you know, when the Sabres became an NHL team and Seymour and Gene Knox put this team together on the Sabres uniform, of course, the emblem, uh, of course, the Buffalo and the Sabres, but the red dot in the eye of the Buffalo was to be uh, in significance and recognition to our Native American community. I don't know if many people know that, but the, the, the red eye on the Buffalo of the emblem of the Sabres uh, was put there for that reason. And so the Sabres and this, uh, this, the Knox family has had, uh, from the day one, uh, commitment to Native American community and I'm so thankful for them. I, I was able to be friends uh, with Jean Knox. And if she's listening, I want to say hey to her. And uh, uh, she's an awesome person. And, you know, it just it's just, a, you know, a sense of pride. And our culture, our heritage, our traditions and customs. And, uh, you know, everything that who we are and what we stand for is, uh, you know, something that we want people to know and something that we practice every day. And is uh, just very important. And, you know, 
going back uh, many years ago, back to the late 1700s when the United States was being formed and the relationship between the Haudenosaunee and the United States and them uh, mirroring and using components of what we did as a democracy within our government and use it as a template for the United States Constitution, you know, we have a, that relationship uh, like no, no, uh, no, no other within this country in regards to those types of things. And, you know, the important things are these treaties that we've had. You know, we have a treaty, uh, 1794, the Canandaigua Treaty, with the President of the United States, George Washington. And so going back in that history, there's a lot of history between the United States and uh, the Haudenosaunee. And uh, certainly that's still relevant today in 2022. And we want people to know that. We want people to understand that so we can live with each other uh, within respect and have uh, uh, peace and harmony with each other as our neighbors. J.C. Seneca, thank you so much for joining me today. Congratulations on your election. And, you know, as things develop or lack to develop, I hope you come back and update us. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Anytime, be glad to come back. Great talking with you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.